just a delight to speak to. She is the coach of the Silver Fern. She's taken them to a world championship title. Nolene Taurua joins us. Hello, Nolene. Hi, how are you going? Oh, so We're well. good, Nolan. It's such an absolute pleasure for us to talk to you and privilege as well, because we love you, Nolan. <laughs> oh, thank you, and it's very mutual. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, you've done so well. Look, let's start by saying, are you completely exhausted uh, because you've had one heck of a year? Yeah, look, I have had a one big year, actually probably two years leading, knowing that I've been running two programs, but... Uh, it's been, you know, when we talk about delight, it's been amazing to be a part of. Sometimes I think I get more exhausted when I actually come home and be a mother. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm very grateful for, like, you know, having food, everything, and doing something that I love. So I'm really enjoying it. I hope it's not too personal to us, but how many children do you have? Yeah, I've got, I've got five children and three grannies, so uh, wow, it's a very wow. busy household. Wow. Now, look, talking about children, Nolan, I have a vision of you uh, because you're such a firecracker and so energetic as first when you were a very, very international player, great coach, obviously. When you were a little tiny kid, I've got a vision of you as being one of those kids that was just always on the go. Is, 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 is that true? Were you playing a whole bunch of sports when, when you were, say, a primary school kid? Yeah, definitely. I think it was just sort of how it was and uh, our family was definitely supporting or sport orientated and very supportive. Um, so yeah, it was never a never a dull moment, let's put it that way, in, in our family and, and the toughest survives and, and you've got to get in and have a crack. So <laughs> that's probably come through my whole life, to be honest. Well, you must be tough. I don't know, you must be mentally tough because when we watch you and watch your team play, and for some bizarre reason, a netball, it always seems to be a cliffhanger. There's a little goal or two in it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you, how do you actually cope with that last 90 seconds of a game when there is, particularly like the world title, when there's, when there's so much at stake and you want it so desperately? What are you thinking in those moments? Yeah, I've, I've been around the traps or been a coach for a long time, over 20 years, and I can remember, you know, all the different stages in my life and probably the last five or six, um, knowing definitely what I need to do to lead into the world. And for some of them, you know, they got the wrath, um, definitely, <laughs> of, of me. And uh, as I got to the semis and the finals, there was just nothing else that we could actually do. We were prepared as much as possible. And it's quite a, I don't know, it's a funny feeling. It's hard to be able to explain because it was just a moment of enjoyment, wow. you know, and, and, and enjoying everything about it, not getting hooked up and, and missing the opportunity of being so much under the pump and under pressure yeah. without making a good position. So we had worked our way up to that stage, and thankfully I was in that uh, Jedi sort of mood. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it was fantastic, and, and I really enjoyed every moment of that finals and that semi-finals. I wasn't going to miss it for anything. Good. Well, good on you. Our little hearts were beating like thunder. Oh. But, but I know. But that's probably more. It's everybody else. You know, like, because we know what we were doing behind the scenes, yeah. that we, you know, we were meeting everything. We felt confident and comfortable, and everyone just had that look in the eye. But I could imagine everyone, I mean, the husbands, the family members <laughs> in the stadium were going berserk. But it was it was fifty two fifty one. It was fifty two fifty one. I mean, like for a World Cup title at fifty one all. Honestly, what were you thinking? Be calm. I've been around for a while. You can't have been thinking that. How did you even look? 
Well, you know what? I actually thought, this is so bad of me to say this, but we, we could have won more. And I know that's terrible. And, you know, we <laughs> coughed up some boy at certain times. And I think, what are we doing? Yeah. We didn't need to do that. And still giving respect to the opposition. But um, it, it was just, I know, I love those games. You know, we haven't been in those situations for a very long time, for at least two or three years. Mm. We were going toe for toe against Australia. And it's sort of what you live for. You know, yeah. we've been thrashed, I don't know how many years, 10s, 12s, and, you know, those sort of ends. So it's good to be on the right side of the ledger and obviously come out with the gold. Mm. But I love those games. That's, that's what it's all about. Fantastic. Now, Nolan, you've obviously been a wonderful mentor to the young women that are playing in the Silver Ferns under you and with your wonderful club teams you've coached on both sides of the Tasman. Are there coaches or people in your career that have been like mentors to you? Yeah, oh, look, I've had a lot of people just coming through the traps of, as I mentioned, I've been involved with the sport and sometimes I think, God, is there anything else that I could possibly do? Yeah. But like everything, you know, you meet up some amazing people along the way and, you know, whether I was a player and going through college, I still have, you know, talked to my old college um uh, coaches or um, the various people that ha- helped and supported me um, that I still have relationships with. You know, I'm I'm pretty open. I'm sort of that person. I like to be open and and open to hear people's whether good or bad comments. I can filter a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, people stop me and pack and save or supermarket to give me their five cents worth because <laughs> I always think that there might be something that I haven't thought about. Um, and as I say, I'm pretty good at turning one ear off and, and smiling and <laughs> nodding and doing what I need to do. Yeah. Um, but like always, I suppose the, the good support is always the husband and, and my children yeah. uh, who who are hit it down the line and tell me exactly the things that I uh, need to hear uh, yeah. without any emotional attachment to it because eh? they love me. So I've got so many supporters and so many mentors that I always listen to. Has it ever been difficult for your kids? Like, particularly as the profile of netball and then you coming along and everybody was singing your praises. I remember years ago, Phil and I spoke with Todd Blackadder when he was the captain for the All Blacks and, of course, the Crusaders, etc. And he went to the movies once and, and they had to leave. He got swamped by people. They actually couldn't see the movie. And his kids said that was kind of a, a tricky time because they had to yeah. literally had to go home. Has there been a time for you where your kids have said, Mum, I just want you to just be a normal mum? Yeah, they say it all the time and um, I think now I've been over in Australia for the last three years and probably missing missed the um, you know the the euphoria that was around the Netball World Cup um, and sort of six months out and just sort of come back into the um, into the land and you know people are sort of looking at me not knowing who I am and thinking I've seen you before down at the supermarket <laughs> so it probably hasn't hit to the same degree but um, I think with my children when I do I'm at the stage now when I do make a decision or depending on what contract that I'm going to uh, pick up or not it is a big family affair yeah. Uh, we do have a massive discussion, and only because I know it impacts on them more than it does me. Um, when I'm not at home, obviously, you know, um, they've got to pick everything up, and husband's got to do everything and throw things around, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. um, and obviously now the, the sun is shining, and it's mm. all good, but <laughs> um, in my career, it can easily turn, and that's probably the hardest thing is when it's not going so well 
and probably like if they get caught up in what people are writing about me or what the media says, that's when it hurts them the most. Yeah. So it's probably that education around them and taking the good times when it does and knowing them knowing what that means, but also knowing you know the big old world can easily flip. Yeah, totally. Um, and the learning that needs to happen for themselves as adults. We're joined by Silver Ferns coach Nolene Taurua. Thank you again for your time, Nolene. You're welcome. That's lovely, Nolan. Now, last question from me, please. Um, your late father was a wonderful leader of people, obviously, in, in the north. And I just wondered for yourself, somewhere down the line, have you ever thought about any sort of role you may play as a wonderful leader yourself when netball is over? Yeah, look, I haven't um, thought too much into it. And I'm sort of a a person that uh, wherever I supposed to go or... Uh, what I supposed to do, I'll end up where it is, and at that timing, that probably suits me the best. And so I've sort of gone away from thinking, okay, in ten years' time, I want to do this and that, because it sort of never, over the years, it sort of never eventuated like that. So I'm right. with you. Um, yeah, <laughs> fair play. You know, I just feel my way and think, yeah, that feels good, and that suits us for the family, and it suits where I am at the moment. So. Um, look, he's got different. He had different qualities than I did, and obviously having that that ill and that behind him um, sets him apart in, in my eyes. But I, I think it's sort of like it's always a small world that sometimes, uh, no matter what I do, even though it's sport, um, you know, you can use a lot of different philosophies going into the business end or. Uh, you know, people have gone on about politics and I thought, oh, holy crikey, I'll stay away from that. Um, but you know, I sort of feel somehow I will end up there. But um, I don't know if I'm dodging or not, but uh, no, no, I, I not think time will tell and it will come when it's ready. Nice. Nolene, this is, I was really, you're quite outspoken in some respects. So I was, and, and just in your own views, you're very confident, which I love personally that you share them. And I was really pleased to see you say such glowing things about Maria Falau. Because I kind of found it a bit sad that a, a woman that has been so incredible for New Zealand netball, she, I think she's played 150 tests, done some extraordinary things because of the Israel Folau saga. Um, you know, she's in a way she's sort of gone now and, and there wasn't too much said about that. Your views on Maria Folau were obviously pretty positive. Yeah, look, I've had a long history with Maria since she was 16. So, you know, I know her pre-Israel times and, and you know, through coming through teenagers. If anything, I sort of know her like one of my children, if I'm going to be honest. So, and know the good and bad things that's happened, as she knows me as well. So, um, I, I can only comment on her coming into the Silver Fern environment since I've been involved with uh, the Silver Ferns as head coach and... Um, I think it's quite a delicate position when you are um, trying to work that through, mainly because people have their own thoughts about uh, Israel's comments um, and their own beliefs. And the most difficult thing is, um, you know, people giving or being given the opportunity, I suppose, to voice that um, in a way, in a manner that we still needed Maria to play for us. Um, but she's been a massive ambassador for our sport and so reliable and a legend. 
um, and at the same time, she's the wife of Israel and absolutely loves him. So, you know, we sort of had to walk two, I suppose, pathways, but I've only had massive positive experiences with her and loved every moment of it, as I know she did with us, and and she was 100% committed, even though all this other stuff was happening behind the scenes. Did you ever have to discuss that with her, Nolene, or or say, look, you can put this aside? Did she ever confide in you that it was a difficult time? Because it didn't seem to affect her in any way on court. Yeah, and I think that showed her professionalism and her level of commitment. Um, And obviously it did impact on her personally and not only her, but also her husband of what was happening behind the scenes. Mm. But, you know, to their faith, whether people believe it or not or what their own beliefs are, they believe in that stuff. You know, and at the end, it's it's not me to be able to say, hey, that's not right. But you still have a place within the Silver Ferns um, and you still have a voice. And, you know, as long as we're all on the same direction, then... That's what really what it's that's really what it's all about. Every individual having their own thoughts about things, yeah. you know. So, I mean, she was just one example, and if anything, probably this whole experience with her was a good tester for our team. Um, and not what better way when everybody was under the pump, not yeah. only heading mm. into the Netball World Cup, but you know the beliefs that they both have. Oh, you're great. Well, we'll finish with this text. It's, it's one among many that have come in while we've been talking to you. It just says, thank you, Knowles. You have revitalised netball. Oh. Congratulations on all the success. And from us, I've just got to say, Nolene, I wrote a column last week for the Herald in which you were my pick for my star of the year. You really are. And as I've said at the start of the programme, we love you, Nolene. So thank you. Every possible success for next year as well. Oh, thank you. And Merry Christmas to you both and everybody else.